ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local women, local men. Member FDIC. It is Friday, April 2nd. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the White Wall phone line at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Wall Heart Seltzer. It is made pure. We've got a full show today. we got a lot to get into. Of course, football will hear from Coach Huff. Uh, was on his Zoom earlier this week. He had a lot to say, so we've got some more from that we're going to get into with you. We're going to get your phone calls in. Uh, We've got March Madness continuing. It's April. It's March Madness, but yet it's in April. So we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about one Tavion Kinsey. Tavion Kinsey holding a presser today. Now, I was kind of curious what this would be about when I got the word yesterday, okay, hey, we got a noon presser for tomorrow, which was uh, today. And so after I thought about it, okay, you know, it's it's going to be something with Tavion. And so it was. Tavion Kinsey making the announcement today that he has taken his name out of consideration for the draft. He's coming back. He's going to play Marshall basketball for another season. So we'll hear from him, get his thoughts on the decision. Also, assistant coach Cornelius Jackson, we'll hear from him on why he's coming about and basically why um, – this is a good thing. It was pretty cool listening to Tavion today. He was talking about the fact that uh, Marshall was with him the entire way, the process. Uh, they basically encouraged him to do what was best for him. Don't worry about how it's going to impact the program. If he has an opportunity and it's a good opportunity, it's a legitimate opportunity, he should take it. So Tavion, we'll hear from him in the next few minutes. Uh, I thought about today we could have maybe John Mercer on the program and – I reached out to John and said, John, would you like to come on the show today? And he said, sure. But, wait a minute, what's this but stuff? Uh, the match with West Virginia that was set for uh, tomorrow canceled this afternoon. So no John Mercer today. And next week they play JMU away Friday in Cincinnati and Charleston, a doubleheader on Saturday, uh, senior day. And they're hoping that they're going to play the WVU match at the end of the year. Whatever the case may be, we'll get John Mercer on next week to talk about it. And, of course, we're going to update you on what's happening with baseball later on as baseball in action. we got to keep up to date on what's happening with Coach Wags and his squad. So we'll have all of that for your Friday. I'm looking forward to it today. Uh, we've got March Madness to continue on with. Uh, I need Houston to win, even though I got Baylor picked, I just need Houston to win. Because as it stands right now, it's going to be UCLA versus Gonzaga. It's going to be Houston taking on Baylor. Now, if Baylor wins and Gonzaga wins, and then Gonzaga beats Baylor for the championship, I'm good. I am golden. This is, of course, the office bracket, not the not the actual bracket I threw out there for the public. No, I, I don't even know how I'm doing in that one. All I know is I hope you guys are having fun. I am uh, more concerned about the office bracket, the one true bracket, the one that I actually put a little effort into. Uh, all I need is Gonzaga to win out. If Gonzaga does that, I am set. I have won the office pool, and I'm nervous about it a little bit because I mean, it's not a done deal just yet. 
Gonzaga could get beat by UCLA. They look pretty good against Michigan. And, of course, Baylor's pretty strong as well. But, wow, Gonzaga's a pretty good team right now, the way they're playing. And I feel good about it. But at the same time, it's not a done deal. I would love it to happen this way. But if Houston would do me a solid and beat Baylor, that eliminates all the Baylor people out of the bracket. And then Gonzaga wins, and then whatever happens there, I should be golden. I should be golden to win this thing because all I need is Baylor to get beat one of the two times. If they get beat and Houston advances, that's fine. If Houston doesn't beat them and then Gonzaga beats them, and the chance, I'm, I'm good. But I would like Baylor to lose early, bow out early, eliminate everyone else in the bracket, and then there's three people of pick Gonzaga. And I'm ahead of those two people. That's how I play these brackets. I'm not trying to get them. I'm no, I'm trying to get people eliminated so I can get to the, to the finish line here. If there's like one person behind me and they tripped, I'm, I don't care. I'm good. I'm good with that. So that's what's happening this weekend. You can catch all that action right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We will have all the final four action, then a championship game coming up on Monday. We've got baseball on Sunday as well as the Pirates uh, back in action. Uh, Pirates are off today. They are in action tomorrow, but that's going to conflict with the Final Four. So we'll have the Pirates for you on Sunday. So that's what our schedule looks like as far as all the play-by-play action. But I want to hear from Tavion Kinsey. So we'll do that when we continue. Uh, We've got that coming up. Your phone calls as well. Coach Huff will get a kind of a feel for what's happening with him. We'll do that all when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to Friday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Had a chance earlier today to hop on a press conference with uh, Marshall Basketball and we weren't told ahead of time what it was going to be, but I think we pretty much for the most part all figured it out. It was going to be something to do with Tavion Kinsey. As a Tavion, we really hadn't heard yet officially what he was going to do if he was going to transfer, which we all knew he wasn't, but I'm just throwing that kind of stuff out there. Yeah, we, we didn't know officially. He put it out there. I'm coming back. But this was really the official notice today to the media look. I took an opportunity. I declared for the draft. I wanted to see what I needed to work on. I wanted to put my name out there, have people recognize me, tell me what my prospects were, and now I'm coming back. So Tavion Kenzie, he's coming back with a lot. He brings back 19.5 points, 6.2 rebounds, and three assists. And I know there was a lot of people who thought that after the Conference USA tournament lost the Rice, this would be the final time that we, we would see Tavion Kinsey suit up in a Marshall University uniform. But today, during the press conference, he makes the announcement he's returning to the herd for his senior season. I think the, the deciding factor was really just me, myself. You know, I have looked at myself and evaluated my game, and it's a lot of things that I, I feel like I still need to get better at before I try to take a, a leap into, you know, that realm of basketball. You know, those are the best players in the world, and I have no doubt in my mind that I could be one of the best players in the world too. But just right now, I'm trying to be patient. And, you know, I, I talk to myself. I talk to my family. Um, 
I talked to the Lord, you know, and I, I felt like this is what he was telling me to do. And I, I don't, you know, disobey what he tells me to do. And I feel like, you know, over, you know, time, I can develop my game, my strength, um, develop my jump shot, which is a question mark in a lot of people's minds, even though I have developed that this year. Um, so I think, you know, just coming back for another year and playing under Coach Dan, and, you know, he's he's helped me out a lot. You know, all the coaches have helped me out a lot, and I think um, it would be the best decision if I return, you know, and try to mature my game to the fullest level that I can before, you know, I take that step. My parents. Tavion said it was a stressful process, but he wanted to make certain he went through all of his options before making a final decision. My parents have taught me always to think before you talk, always to think before you act. It was a very stressful process. Don't get me wrong. You know, being able to have the ability to change my life and also having the ability to come back and, you know, betting on myself, you know, anything could happen, knock on wood, but I just know and I, and I trust myself. I trust this university. I trust my coaches that they will develop me to the point where I am ready. And, you know, I think more so it was mentally me being ready. I don't think I fully have the confidence that I, I need to step in and play with those type of players yet. And I think one more year would get me to that level of me being confident in my game. You know, I'm going to put in a lot of work this summer and, you know, I feel like we, we have some unfinished business. There's some things I still want to do with this team and for this university. That says something right there. He, he acknowledges that, look, I'm not there yet. I need a little bit more mental toughness. I got to get my head right. I got to get to the point where I can just go and I can grind and I can be at that level. So that's a big, that's a big statement from him. Now, assistant coach Cornelius Jackson played a significant role in Kenzie's development over the past three seasons. He described what it was like to hear Kenzie was returning and what this decision says about the program as whole. We're in a Zoom meeting, myself, Tavion, Fisher, Cross, and uh, Coach D'Antoni. And Tavion looked, looked at us and said, Coach, I want to be here. Marshall has everything that I need uh, go, moving forward. So, again, we kind of looked at each other like, so you're, so you're telling us you're coming back uh, and, and, and smiled at each other. And he said, yes. He said, I, I know what I need to work on. I know uh, what I need to get better at. These guys, the, these meetings has really helped me. And, um, again, I think it's a, a credit, obviously, to the Marshall community, but Coach D'Antoni, he's a player's coach. You know, if I'm a if I'm a high school kid, college kid in the transfer portal, a kid period looking to play uh, Division One basketball, I would want to play for Coach D'Antoni because of why he he always does and always puts the team first in, in, in front of his personal needs. And again, losing Tavion after losing Jared and um, Jansen, coaches never he he never wavered. On, on sending Tavion, if, if it's the best thing for him, he'd never wavered on the NBA things. A lot of coaches would have tried to talk Tavion into coming back, but Coach D'Antoni was the exact opposite and said, Tay, losing those guys, Marshall will be here long after you and I. Losing those guys definitely uh, hurt, but at the same time, if it's best interest for you, you need to go to the NBA. But Tavion, again, made the decision to come back, and we're ecstatic to have him. Jackson says if Kenzie continues to work hard and improve, he said that there's no reason why he can't develop into a lottery selection in next year's draft. I think those meetings with the agents, uh, I think that play is going to play a great dividend because they told him basically what the NBA directly, uh, what the NBA are saying. You know, he needs to get stronger. He needs to work on his jump shot. 
And uh, obviously Tavion bought in the, the mentality piece to it, but with his work ethic, man, and his athletic ability and his character, uh, there's no reason why he can't be in the NBA uh, lottery pick next year. So that brings a big piece back to the thundering herd. And the kid himself acknowledged it. Look, I got to get right. I got to get bigger. I got to work on some things. There won't be any questions. These are the things I got to work on and fix. These are the things that I got to point out to people that won't be questioned. I got to get my mind right. I got to be able to go out there and grind and be at that level and be confident that I'm at that level. I mean, a lot of kids, they might take the run and go, okay, I'm going to take a chance here. And Tavion, he'll have that opportunity. He is going to come back, and he believes Marshall can get him to the next level. I mean, that's huge for him. That's huge right there. And that says something. Because you got a guy like Jared West who decided that he wanted to go take another opportunity elsewhere, and he deserved that opportunity. He's going to play at Louisville, and we love him, and we hope that he does well. And and those guys, you know, a, a Jared West, a Aaron Bennett, Jansen Williams, yeah, they've got their opportunities or are going to be having their opportunities elsewhere, and they're going to do what's best for them. And Coach D'Antoni saying the same thing to Tavion. Hey, we're going to do what's best for you. If that means we lose you and you got to go out the door and you have a shot at being a high pick in the NBA draft, well, you're going to get your opportunity. We're not going to hold you back. We're not going to talk you out of it. We're not going to tell you you're making a mistake. Whatever's best for you, we're going to be here for you. And then he comes back and says, look, okay, I've got the evaluation. I figured out what they're saying about me. I know what I need to work on. Here's where I think I need to get better. Here's where I need to answer questions. I need to silence anyone who thinks, okay, your jump shot's not as good, or you got to do this, or you got to get bigger and stronger. So he's going to have an opportunity now to work on these things offseason. There's actually going to be a proper offseason for him now, unlike where we shut down everything last year because, well, we just didn't know. We didn't know how to handle this. We didn't know what this pandemic meant. This year, we've got a better handle on it. It's still an issue, but you know how to navigate it now. If you do it right, you have a better chance to be able to get through it all. And so that's where we stand with Tavion Kinsey. We have a chance to see him blossom and grow into maybe he's going to be an NBA player. Maybe he makes that cut. I mean, wouldn't that be something? That would be something for him. That would be something for the program. And then, I mean, that would be a nice little feather in the cap of Dan D'Antoni. Now, I'm sure he's not sitting there collecting feathers in his cap and saying, okay, look at how many kids I've got into the NBA. He's going to try to get them all in the NBA if that's possible. But still, here's a kid like Tavion. What if he gets drafted? Then next thing you know, that makes a statement. Okay, look at Marshall. You know, I want to go to the NBA. Maybe I can go to Marshall and have a shot at playing the next level. Sure, they all want to win a national championship, but they also want to play in the NBA. And for a kid like Tavion Kinsey, if he can get to the next level, that's going to be all the better for him, and that's going to say something. I mean, look at University of Kentucky. I mean, for a while, it was an NBA factory, right? Kids come in, play a season, they get seen, they go to the NBA. Tavion's taking a little different path. He's going to you know, stay his senior year, he's going to play, and maybe he goes out and says, you know what? That's it. Or I think he gets his, he gets his eligibility. That was what I was asking him earlier today. He gets another year of eligibility. He's already going to have his senior year, but he gets another year 
of eligibility, so he doesn't lose a year. Maybe he takes advantage of that. Whatever the case may be, uh, Cornelius Jackson, um, KV Kenzie, good stuff today. And um, we've got Coach Huff on the other side as well. We'll get kind of a feel for um, Coach Huff as practices continue, his um, opportunity there to make one particular aspect of Thundering Herd football even better with his experience as a, a running back coach. And so we've got all of that coming up when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. That's the number to be a part of the White Claw phone lines. Welcome back, Paul Swan, your host, for this Friday, April 2nd. Football still in our mind as uh, we're getting closer to the green and white game, the spring game, the 15th practice, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be a legitimate game situation. I, I, I truly – it's not going to be one of those they're going to do some things, stop the clock, reset. No, I think this is going to be what we've been looking for. It's actually going to be something pretty fun. And – Practice does continue. This is Coach Huff's first spring as head coach, and with this new role comes a lot of new challenges for him. He said that his first step earlier this week is moving on from the emotions and focusing on getting the team better. A beautiful nightmare is what it was. <laughs> um, from the the fluff and the, the pats on the back, it was phenomenal. Everything I could have dreamed of. From the execution, the snap, the pop, the the consistency, the attention to detail, we got a long way to go. Um, I think I said it in the very first um, you know press conference we had. I, I'm I'm not into the emotional you know hey first time head coach I'm enjoying it. I'm into trying to help these guys close the gap. Um, and, and and when you have that mindset, you, you're not looking around the the indoor around the stadium anymore, saying wow. You're looking at the footwork of the left guard. You're looking at the, the drop of the DN. You're looking at the leverage of the DB. You're looking at the arm angle of the quarterback. And you're saying, how can I help that guy get better? And then the next play, how can I help that guy get better? And then the next play, how can I help that guy get better? And then you know it practice is over and you're going back to the film. So you really don't get a chance to look around and, and, and take a deep breath. Um, I did that the very first day I was here. It was phenomenal. Um, it was uh, emotional. But now the next time I'll take a deep breath is after the last game of the year, getting ready for the next game. Um, and, and that's the mentality that I, I think everybody that's involved with this organization has got to have. Obviously, Sheldon. Ed- Coach Huff has coached his share. I mean, a fair share of talented running backs over the years. Saquon Barkley to most recent, recently Najee Harris. Uh, Marshall looking to replace former Conference USA MVP Brendan Knox and has had a variety of options it can turn to. Coach Huff says that the young backfield will get better as they get more experience. Obviously, Sheldon Evans is, is, is limited right now, but I think you see exactly what happens when you have a featured or premier guy at that position. There's a lot of guys behind him with talent that just didn't get the experience. So that's what we see now. You know, we, we, we got Pop, we got Ali, we got Knowledge right now that are, that are working in. All of those guys have talent, just they don't have the experience yet 
that a Knox would have or that Evans would have. So a lot of it's new for them. So you're, 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 you're tying in new coach, new system, new uh, philosophy, new practice plan. And I've only played a handful of plays in college football anyway. Um, so it's, it's all a little bit new, um, but they have shown some, some ability. Um, you know, I, I think all three of them right now is kind of, again, consistency. One play, pop jumps out. One play, Ali jumps out. One play, knowledge makes a good catch. And then there's three plays when you're like, are we playing with 10 guys or what? Um, so I, I think for them, it's not only understanding that this is a marathon and not a sprint, but they are gaining the experience needed to learn how to be consistent. Spring game's coming up. Coach Huff and his staff focusing on preparing the Thundering Herd for the regular season. And Coach believes, actually, that the spring game gives him an opportunity to walk the team through what a normal home game approach will be like. It's the 15th opportunity for us to get better. Um, I I think um, for us, especially in year one, um, it's an opportunity for us to work the game, pregame routine. Um, That's going to be new. The players have never had a pregame. So we're going to do something a little different. We're going to actually go through a full Saturday morning routine. So we're going to go to the hotel Saturday morning. We're going to have chapel. We're going to have our meal. We're going to load the bus. We're going to come over and do the herd walk. We're going to go in the locker room. We're going to come out in our stretch groups. Um, So our guys get the true routine because remember, it's all new. How we eat pregame meal is new. How we have chapel is new. How we have pregame walkthrough is new. How we have our chair drill at the hotel is new. So I'm using this as an opportunity, one, as the 15th practice so we can get some actual playing on the field. And then two, as an opportunity to teach our guys our pregame game morning of that whole deal, that whole routine, so that when we do, um, you know, kick off the season, there's not guys late to to pregame meal because they didn't know. It's not guys that don't know what the chair drill looks like. It's not guys that don't know what the herd walk looks like. It's guys that don't know what time my group goes out for stretch. So. For me, it's an opportunity to get a a practice run at all of that. A lot of changes are coming. How you eat your meal. How you eat your meal. How you walk to the stadium. A lot of changes are coming. Now, a lot of it might look familiar to you on the outside, but still. I mean, he's talking about basically we're doing everything new. Everything's different. And if you've heard him in the past, he has pointed out that I'm not saying that the things that were done here before are bad or worse, but it's different. What we're doing is different. Not trying to say that everything that happened here at Marshall was not good. It's just this is how we do it now. This is how Charles Huff does it. This is how my program looks. This is how my program executes. This is how my program makes Game day. And I'm sure there will be – coaches have similarities, right? Fair to say? Coaches have similarities. How many ways can you get go to the hotel room? How many ways can you walk to the stadium, right? I mean, there's, there's some things that are, are going to be universal. But everyone's got to buy in. It's not, okay, hey, well, well we did that here before. A coach don't care. Coach isn't saying that was bad or good. Coach is saying, I don't care. 
we're doing things this way now. This is how I do things. And if you're going to be on this team, this is how you need to go. This is what you need to learn. This is how we operate. And, of course, he's right. He's got a, he's got a big point. That practice, the 15th practice, is going to be a dress rehearsal. So he can see, okay, here's what we've taught you. This is what you need to know. Because he is trying to get them into a routine from the very moment they wake up to when it's over. He has got a routine for them because he is trying to grow a program. And you know, you've heard him talk about it before. Hey, we're not ready yet. You know, we played Navy today. We're not ready. And he's trying to focus on getting this program to the point where it can go out and compete and play a football game. Now, he's got a honeymoon period. I don't think he cares, but he's got a honeymoon period. Because he goes out there, plays that first game, as long as the team looks like they're they're competing, they're playing hard, they're giving you everything, and you buy into it like, okay, this this is this is the process. That's the thing. This is the process now. Yeah, the process means we, we're not here. It's the process. We're, we're doing this. Coach Huff, uh, talking to him earlier this week, that was, um, was some good stuff from him. I'm sure if you're a football fan, you got to be pretty excited. Uh, the fact, actually get to go to a spring game, a honest-to-goodness spring game, a game which there will be a winner and a loser. They'll be keeping accurate score the way it used to be done. So hats off to him and bringing that back. We will get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Paul Swan, your host. It's the Friday, April 2nd edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Final segment, today's edition of The Drive, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Paul Swan, your host here on this Friday, April 2nd edition. Our producer this afternoon, Nick Verzellini, the Thundering Herd baseball team in action earlier today. Did you see the score, Nick? Yeah, it was rough. It was like 12-1, I think. 12-1. Tough one for the Herd today. Not good. It's not good. I don't know how to talk about 12-1 loss. I don't know how, what you say. Southern, then get back at it tomorrow. I mean, I know they started off okay. Just uh, their starter had given up three home runs, but that was like on four hits. So he had done, he was doing well. He was just giving up solo shots early, and then they just never really got the offense going. Here's um here's how this game breaks down statistically. You know the obvious one, 12-1 on runs. Hits, 12-7. Marshall had seven hits. That's not terrible. That's not bad at all. Uh, One error apiece. Marshall left 13 runners on base. You're not going to win leaving 13 runners on base, and I know Coach Wagner knows that. Uh, Old Dominion left 12. I mean, Marshall gave up 12 runs, and this game could have been worse because there were 12 runners left on base. At-bats, almost the same. 37 at-bats for Old Dominion, 31 for the Herd. Doubles, 
Five doubles for Old Dominion, three for the Herd. Home runs, that's a big one right there. Three for Old Dominion, one for Marshall, and that's the lone score. RBI, 12. 12 runs batted in. Marshall, one. Ten walks for Old Dominion, six for the Herd. 11 strikeouts for Old Dominion. Nine for the Herd. Three stolen bases for Old Dominion and one for the Herd. Um, 12, um, 12 earned runs. I don't know how you, um, I don't know how you bounce back real quick. I mean, sometimes it's just not your day, though. I mean, that's the one thing about baseball. You have to have a short memory. You come back. But still, that is, that's not pretty. And Marshall in the fourth gets that homer. And really, it's, it's a two nothing game. And the fourth, Marshall puts a run on the board. And like, okay, it's, it's 2-1. Here we go. Fifth inning, give up two. Sixth inning, you give up two. Seventh inning, you give up three. And the eighth inning, you give up three. And then you get no offense there. So hopefully the Thundering Herd can bounce back. Uh, no place but up on this one. No place but up. And then, as we told you earlier, uh, there's going to be tennis tomorrow for the Thundering Herd. Tennis against West Virginia. That one's been postponed. They're going to reschedule there. And then you've got soccer in action tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Bright and early, 11 a.m. on the pitch. So taking on FAU. And then baseball's in action at noon and 2 o'clock against Old Dominion. Uh, Marshall's golf team, the Irish Creek Intercollegiate right now. And that's um, it's basically what you got for the weekend. Uh, Sunday, you have baseball. And then we get back to soccer on Tuesday, women taking on Charlotte. I mean, maybe Marshall can bounce back. You get you got a doubleheader tomorrow. Then you got the, the series finale on the 4th. So playing on Easter, taking on Old Dominion. Hopefully you can get that one. Maybe you can get a split tomorrow. Maybe you can get – take three or four. You take three or four, you'll, you'll be okay with that 12-1 loss. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how to talk about that. I really don't because you know, that baseball team is behind everybody right now. Didn't get as many games before conference play. That was something Coach Wagner talked to us about last week. The fact that, look, that is something that we haven't had a chance to do. You know, we just talked to him a few days ago. Actually, it was a few days ago. We talked to him a few days ago. See, it, it feels like it was a week ago when we talked to him. It really does. That's why I have to. That's why I'm drinking this Red Bull right now. It's in a yellow can. You know, brought me this uh, this today. C.J. Harvey, Channel Eight. I talked to him after the T- Tavion Kenzie presser early today, and he asked me how I was doing. And apparently, he didn't like the answer because he messaged me and he sent me a care package. I have a Red Bull here, so I'm now like Coach Huff. I don't know. This is um. I don't know if he likes the yellow. This is the yellow editions, tropical. It's not the sugar-free stuff. He likes the sugar-free Red Bull, I think. Now, I don't know if Marshall's got him to switch over to uh, the Pepsi brand yet. Because Red Bull is not a Pepsi brand. you got to switch over to the Marshall, the authentic Marshall brand of soft drink and beverages. So you got to get the, you got to get, what is 
Which one? Is it Monster or Rockstar? That's um, is it Monster? Come on, Nick. You should know this. I honestly don't know. I don't drink energy drinks. But. <laughs> That's obvious. <laughs> That's the problem, Nick. We got to get you. You know, these are good for you, but we need to get you one. I got high blood pressure. Can't be taking this. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I understand. Yeah, really, I do. So he sent me like the supersized version of a monster energy drink with the lid. Guess he's thinking I'm going to like be using that for a couple of days. I'm like, <laughs> He really was concerned about me. And then he sent me some Cheez-Its as well. So I have a box of Cheez-Its at my desk. I hope they're still at my desk when I get off this uh, off this show. And I am right now consuming the Red Bull here. So if you ever feel like you need to check in on me and send me an energy drink, it's not good for me, but I will drink it. But I don't drink them every day like I used to for a while. That's That's one thing I can say. I'm not like Coach Huff coming in with a six-pack every day, probably. That I'm probably not too far off. He probably has a six-pack every day of Red Bull. We need to ask him that. Next time we get him on a Zoom, just let's ask him, hey, how many Red Bulls are you consuming, Coach? That that will be our – yeah, we'll raise our hand for the that one – we get one shot at this. So let's waste it on that question here. Of course, we've got – Basketball coming up this weekend as well. As we told you, we've got the Final Four. That is coming up tomorrow. All that action is going to be right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Gonzaga taking on UCLA. Gonzaga-UCLA. I need Gonzaga to win. And then what happens after that? Give me Houston. Even though I've got Baylor picked, no one else has Houston in the Final Four. It's just me. So I got the points there. If... Baylor wins, that's fine, but I need Gonzaga to win out. So maybe Houston can do me a favor, eliminate all the Baylor people right now because there's like seven or eight. Everybody picked Baylor to win the national championship this year except three of us. We have one person pick Michigan. We have one person pick Illinois. And everybody else picked Baylor except for three people. And I'm one of the three that picked Gonzaga. So I'm hoping, I am hoping that I picked right this year. Because Gonzaga for years has burned me. Every time I've picked Gonzaga, they burn me. If I don't pick Gonzaga, they burn me by winning and going far. So I'm taking it on faith this year that Gonzaga is going to win. And we'll have the championship game and the Final Four all this weekend on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Uh, We've got the Sweet 16 going on. Over on our sister station, Kentucky Sweet 16, and that's Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. You can tune in. We have got the Ashland Tomcats, and if the Tomcats go all the way to the championship, uh, we're going to have those games for you. So, again, all you have to do is tune over if you want to hear some Kentucky basketball action. You can do so on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. And, then of course, we'll have the national championship action as well. So that's coming up on either ESPN 94.1 with the NCAA or Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340, our sister station, where we're going to have the Kentucky Sweet 16. And if UK, I'm sorry, if uh, Ashland, same difference. That team last year, that Tomcats team last year, probably could have beat UK undefeated. They were pretty good. They could have probably beat them this year. 
Tom Cats, however far they go, we'll we'll carry them as well. So uh, we've got you covered no matter what you're looking for this weekend. It's all right here, either on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 or 93.7 The Dog. Uh, just before we go, we got to hit this real quick. The uh, All-Star Game is being moved out of uh, Atlanta Braves Stadium due to Georgia's voter restriction law. So uh, the All-Star Game is not going to be in Georgia. Major League Baseball making that announcement today that the game will be moving out of the Braves uh, stadium because of the state's new law that restricts voting rights. The Major League Baseball draft also being moved out of Georgia. Uh, Commissioner Rob Manfred said in a statement that the best way to demonstrate our values as a sport is by relocating this year's All-Star Game and Major League Baseball draft. It's a pretty big statement and stand by Major League Baseball standing behind what they believe are basic rights to vote and feeling that Georgia has overstepped. Now, we're not going to get into that particular issue here. That is not our ground to stand on, so we're not going to particularly take that uh, that topic. If Georgia is right or wrong, you have your opinions, and uh, we will definitely uh, allow you to have them if you agree with me or not. Uh, I'm not here to tell you you're right or you're wrong, but I will say this. Uh, baseball has taken its stance, and Georgia's law is in a stark contrast to what baseball's stance is. And so what happens next? Uh, yeah, The Braves will still continue to play. They'll still have a franchise. They're not going to take the Braves out of, of Atlanta or Georgia because of this. But just like the NCAA, if you had – Native American imagery in your uh, school logo, your school mascot. Uh, you weren't able to host championship events, so a lot of programs had to uh, change because of that. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. For our producer, Nick Verzellini, I'm Paul Swan. And, hey, uh, special thanks to C.J. Harvey from WCHS because without him and this Red Bull, I wouldn't have got through this thing. Today. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And Monday, with that mega monster he's got in my uh, my fridge right now, um, he saved Monday's show, too. So a special shout-out to my guy, C.J. Harvey, Channel 8. I appreciate his friendship. That's going to do it for this edition. The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.